0: So. I thought you were going to say you picked it up and ate it. I thought that was coming.
1: How and dare you I think I'm that much of a monster? I going to be
0: shocked because you I'm shocked that you think that. that.
1: No, I that's disgusting. I was like, Why would I ever I do that? I thought that's where
0: you were going because you were like, this place was so clean that I dropped my popcorn and I was like, you're going to pick it up and eat it? But now I get it. It was saying. not that clean. <laughs> I don't think anything is.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to A-Grade, the podcast where a college professor and a middle school teacher taste, review, and grade America's best coffee roasters, craft breweries, and more. We have new episodes every Monday morning at 7 a.m. My name is Joe, and I am joined, as always, of course, by...
0: Hi, everybody. I'm Jackie.
1: And I guess I want to dive right into this episode because I feel as if we don't talk about what we normally experience while we're experiencing it at these places we review, but... I kind of got the sense that you have a lot to say about this place that we were at today, and we actually just got back from visiting. So rather than our normal spiel at the beginning of the episode, do you want to just dive right in?
0: Let's jump right in.
1: Okay, so if you are joining us for the first time, welcome. Our grading rubric will become apparent as we go through it. And if you're a returning listener, you know what nonsense is to come. So uh, you've clearly come back for more, and uh, we have more of that for you, right? Absolutely. Yeah.
0: And this week... We did a midweek visit to a very local brewery for us—a brewery called Po Boy Brewing in
1: in Port Jeff, Port S- Jefferson Station, New York. Right? Yes, yeah,
0: a very local vibe for us. It's very close, and it's been on our radar for a little while. And we decided, while we're both teachers in a busy season of teaching, that we'd try a local spot and. I do not think it disappointed. I'm really excited to hear your thoughts.
1: Yeah, so let's back up just for a moment in terms of, I guess, kind of why we chose this place because I think this place has been around for almost a decade now. And I remember I've actually visited it a couple times before, but I don't think I've been here in at least maybe five years now. It's been quite some time. And basically, I mean, it's probably one of the closest breweries to where we live. I mean, there's not a ton around us in terms of maybe like very close distance. Uh, There's plenty if you are willing to go half an hour, 45 minutes, an hour away. But in terms of neighborhood, local vibes, just five, 10 minutes down the road, there's very limited options for us. So it's been on my radar. And honestly, one of the reasons why I haven't been back was because when I originally went years and years ago, I don't remember being blown away. I I don't remember really much standing out. I remember it was a very small location. Um, There was some pretty good beer. There was nothing, again, that kind of knocked my socks off. It was just a very average experience. But uh, interestingly enough, I've heard a lot of hype around this brewery um, from people I know who are into craft beer, who live in the area.
0: And it has won some local awards with newspapers locally naming it the best brewery of the year and a couple I think of that was other tw- tw- in 2019 yeah. so there has been some hype and i actually have been asked a couple times have you gone to po boy yet have you gone to po boy yet knowing kind of where we live
1: is it po boy brewery or po boy brewing company we should figure that out yeah well, it's in the episode title whatever it yes is, so, um, po- <laughs> we Bo- want to
0: make sure we get it right so let's just yeah. call it po boy for now and we'll we'll add it to our episode description. I mean, it's such
1: a unique name, Poe Boy, right? Yeah. Which I think we looked up. It has something to do with Louisiana sandwiches or something.
0: And now, yes, this will become a you know apparent jumping into atmosphere and ambiance a little bit. Absolutely, the theme matches the name because there is a clear, clear Louisiana Bayou theme at this brewery, which I really dug. I thought it was awesome. But before we even talk about that, You could continue going with your experience so far and basically how the brewery has changed since the last time you've been there.
1: Yeah. So, interestingly enough, I think on, and we say this all the time that we don't necessarily go to places or really give much credence to Google reviews or Yelp or anything like that. But it has, I think, a pretty outrageous Google reviews rating. I think it's something like 4.8 stars out of five, which is, again, that's usually at best a correlation between how good a place actually is. Um, but that's one of the higher ones you'll find, I feel like, uh, especially for a place that's been around so long and has had maybe so many different vibes over the years. Um, and that's not what I associated with it in my memory. I never would think that it's a five out of five star place. But that's, again, why I really wanted to go back. And as I was saying earlier, I have friends who are really into craft beer who they've e- either been there recently or they've heard through the the beer vine that, yeah, this is a place you got to go to. So we decided as you were saying at the beginning that busy time of the year back at school, let's find a place local that we've been meaning to go to and check out. And so there we were this afternoon and we chose a midweek vibe right when they opened. I kind of like that more and more because I feel as if we get a real sense of how a place operates uh, when it's not too crowded. I mean, there's always benefits and negatives when a place is quieter versus when it's uh, more crowded, but we definitely went uh, at one of the, um, slower times, I guess. Right. And I think that was definitely good because I really felt like I had a chance to, um, intuit everything that was going on as you were talking about with the theme and vibe and everything. Right.
0: And there was so much to see in this brewery and look at that. I think if it was really crowded, I probably would have missed some things. So I'm glad we went at the time we went when it was less crowded.
1: Yeah. So first grading rubric category that we do atmosphere and ambiance, right. Uh, we have four grading rubric categories and this first one, Um, I'm curious about your first impressions pulling up to the place. Why don't you talk a little bit about that?
0: Yeah. So when you pull up to the place, I cannot believe that there is a brewery in this location. You go into off a main road, onto a side road, into a complex with a dentist's office, physical therapy, a kid gymnasium or something. Just random things. And then one small spot in this complex is Po' Boy Brewing.
1: Yeah. And you could easily miss it.
0: (laughs) Easily miss it. There's a little sign that says open that's flashing and that's it. However, when you walk in, the place, I was shocked. It is so much bigger than you would expect from the outside. Yeah. You walk in and the first thing that you see in front of you is a bar but the bar is different than any other bar that we've ever seen because the bar is shaped like an outdoor deck. Again, in the southern Louisiana bayou, the the writing is kind of looks like handwritten and scratched and it says po'boy on it. And there's overhangs where you feel like you're outside, but you're inside. Mm-hmm. Can I keep going a little?
1: Oh, keep rolling. I'm going to just yeah. like riff right there, now. That's why I was saying. I want to get started right away. Yeah. Because- there's so many There's vibes so going much. on here. Yeah. So
0: there are vines and fake plants all over the ceiling, all down the walls, all around. There are fake dead animal heads on the walls with yeah. labels, funny labels underneath them.
1: Well, like hunting animals. Hunting bears, animals. deer, deer, alligators, you, whatever. Yes. Yeah.
0: There are paintings, all the walls, it's either wallpaper or paintings of trees. In southern swampy bayou trees and all the tables are look like wood, but they're actually metal on the bar. The handles for all of the taps are wood and you feel like you're outside. There's when you kind of look towards the back, there's a second bar, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But that also it's set up like a full outdoor bar inside. Mm -hmm. There's a fireplace in the back way way in the back kind of roped off at this point because it wasn't very crowded so they kind of keep everybody towards the front
1: well i think he was saying that they they do events back there too maybe yes yeah
0: but overall the theme kind of shined through shown through the whole time that you're there
1: yeah i really like the tree wallpaper too um yeah because it wasn't as if there was just tree wallpaper there were other touches of that kind of wood swampy foresty theme with the animal heads like hunter heads and the overhanging uh, for the bar it it kind of felt as you said like an outdoor deck type vibe and they hit they really
0: hit the southern theme there's lots of different forests so if you're listening Mm. you can kind of picture you know we were in washington state this summer and that's a certain type of forest That's a really interesting point. Not that. Yes, they nailed the southern bayou, wet, swampy forest.
1: And I hate to say this, and this is unofficial, off the record, but I may or may not actually have been born in Florida and escaped. (laughs) But they nailed it like that, as you were saying, that sort of swampy, foresty vibe. A lot of people they think the South and they just think swamps, but there's tons of forests too. It Um, was
0: yeah, and and
1: it 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 really again you got that sense of. That was sort of the environment, and it was totally not what I expected. It was really kind of shocking, but really cool for that reason, too, I feel like.
0: I think this was more transformative than any place that we've been where you feel like you're walking into an environment.
1: So I had a funny point. And I
0: thought that was so interesting.
1: That immediately jumped to mind when we got there, and I I looked around for a few minutes. It reminded me of another place we've visited on the podcast but a much kind of more I guess fully executed version of that vibe do you know which place I'm thinking of I
0: know what you're gonna say now two-way
1: two-way brewing it yeah. was if two-way right. had
0: done things right
1: all right I didn't say that <laughs> I tried to be politically correct and then you said that but yeah essentially that's what if I meant. you've
0: been following us for a little while unfortunately two-way did not get one of our higher grades but This was different. Totally. I thought that the theme was implemented in a way that was not gimmicky and they did a really good job.
1: Well, and that's what we were actually talking about on that episode a lot of that brewery where it felt as if they were trying to do this kind of woodsy hiker forest theme, but it was so kind of clashing with other elements of just, oh, giant TVs with football on and other toy kids toys in the corner it just felt very disjointed and there there were other issues that we had maybe but um our rip my umbrella that i'm still convinced they stole but anyway, also but they had a, they had puddles, puddles on the floor
0: so yeah but we're, <laughs> we not were here. in the swamp here in, in um at po'boy and there were no puddles and i was very happy about that that's true that's true we had the
1: swamp vibe yet no puddles no which puddles. was quite impressive um but that's what i mean it was a much more sort of clean consistent clear vibe and i really uh enjoyed that about this place and you know interestingly enough when we talk about atmosphere and ambiance and vibe we usually introduce the bathroom corner segment of the podcast is sort of a tertiary part where we value a, a nice interesting clean bathroom but here it was actually i think quite pivotal Because can I start talking about the bathroom? Yeah,
0: I'm so excited. I also, before you even talk about it, I went to the bathroom first before Joe or Tommy, um, our moderator who came with us this time again. And I could not wait for you to get in the bathroom because I was like, you're going to love this.
1: Yeah, well, (laughs) um, the reason why I said what I said earlier about the bathroom actually being important, essentially, is because I really do feel as if it clarified the question that I had going into this brewery. And as we sat there, which was what exactly is a po' boy and why is that the name of the brewery? Like I knew from just Googling it, it had something to do with Louisiana sandwiches or something. I I still don't quite know or care really honestly, but in the bathroom they had what I always say I want in a bathroom when there's just bare plain boring walls Put some art, put some pictures, put some pictures of yourself and your business and your history, put some story about your history. And that's exactly what they had. They had this beautiful sort of little plaque type thing with a description of how they came up with the name Poe Boy. I don't know if I want to go through the whole story because... I guess that's kind of enticing. Maybe you should go visit, use the bathroom and read for yourself. But It's
0: worth it. It's a really good story.
1: It's, it's a really good story and it's kind of funny and it sort of makes a lot of sense. But I love that you had to go to the bathroom to find out that answer. It wasn't like it was on the wall right when you walked in. It was a nice little Easter egg nugget. When you use the bathroom. And I love that. I thought that was so such a cool little touch.
0: I did take a picture of it. So it will be up for all of our Patreon subscribers to see.
1: And how do you subscribe to Patreon? Well, now we can plug it. Yes. <laughs> if you
0: go to our Instagram, there's a link in our bio for that. That's probably the easiest way to find it. Or you can go to patreon.com.
1: Slash. You don't a know this A-grade
0: podcast.
1: Patreon.com <laughs> slash A-grade podcast podcast there's a link in the episode description wherever you're listening to this
0: and you could get pictures of the bathroom i did take a lot because there was a lot to (laughs) see
1: (laughs) well again if you go and you subscribe and you listen to our future episodes or you go back and listen to previous episodes we do appreciate a bathroom that's utilizing a space
0: the other cool thing about the bathroom was from outside it had a picture of a star and the moon and it said outhouse.
1: It's so fit, it fit into the theme.
0: Right into the the wallpaper and the trees. And walking into the bathroom was just as much of an experience and as the rest of the experience there. And I loved it. They nailed it. They also had lotion, um, Purel, hairspray.
1: Extra toilet paper. They had mouthwash. Mouthwash. With little cups. I have never seen that in a bathroom. And
0: I was explaining to Joe that this happens in women's bathrooms all the time. Well, a lot of places have special little things for for women. And this was it's the first time on the podcast that I've seen the toiletries in the bathroom like this. And and that was was a nice touch.
1: I was saying we're lucky if we get soap and running water. And you guys have mouthwash and couches and stuff.
0: The secret's out. Yeah, well...
1: (laughs) I so I was kind of blown away by all of that. Long story short, um, the one critique that you had or, uh, that you kind of couldn't help but mentioning was that there were no paper towels. But honestly, I, I was, I, I, and I know what you mean. It's like it would be so easy to just have a shelf right there, install a shelf with some paper towels. But everything else was so impressive to me. Um, I kind of don't even mind, honestly. Yeah, I don't use paper clean. towels in a bathroom, anyways. I just dry my hands on my pants.
0: And I like to use them to open the door, so I'm using them for the knob. But,
1: but like you said, there was Purell. um, Yeah, there was a lot
0: of everything else. It was very clean. Yeah. Um,
1: I actually would say that there's a new category I've just decided because you know we say sometimes when we grade a place that oh this is a destination uh, coffee roaster or this is a destination brewery. I think this. We need another category for destination <laughs> bathrooms. And this may be a destination bathroom.
0: This may be a destination bathroom. It's,
1: it's definitely up there. I mean, the best, if you go back and you listen to the A. Grady Awards at the end of last year, there is a best bathroom category for an award. And so far in 2022, we've only done a few episodes, but I'm willing to say that this is my nominee so far. I know it's still early in the year, but I was very impressed.
0: Po oh boy, there is some nominations coming your way, I'm sure, for best
1: bathroom. <laughs> uh, so moving on moving to other on. aspects of what we thought of your place.
0: Now, I have to say there was yeah. something very funny and weird that threw me off a little. Ooh, OK. OK, for atmosphere and ambiance was that there were still New Year's
1: <laughs> celebration
0: decorations up everywhere. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure it really impacted my experience, but we are about two weeks after the new year. And I don't know. What do you... Everybody out there, how long should you keep up New Year's decorations? It sounds Christmas like Christmas trees. It sounds like, like a Your
1: enthusiasm I don't episode know. where he's like, Oh, you can't wish Happy New Year this long after Yeah. New Year's I or don't
0: know if Larry David would be very happy with the New Year's decorations. Oh,
1: Larry David would be furious. He would sure. be furious. Yeah.
0: And also I felt like their theme and their vibe was so strong that the New Year's stuff was slightly distracting. But it didn't really impact my comfort level or anything like that. It didn't feel messy. It was fine.
1: It was a very clean place. In fact, it was so clean that I dropped. We'll talk about the food, obviously, uh, at the end. That's our last grading category. But I dropped a piece of popcorn on the floor at one point and I picked it up because I felt bad because it was was so clean and I didn't want to be that guy making a mess in such a nice space. I thought
0: you were going to say you picked it up and ate it. I thought that was coming.
1: How and dare I you think I'm that much of a monster? I going to be
0: shocked because you would do that. I'm shocked that you do think that. that. No,
1: that's disgusting. Like, Why would I ever I do that? I thought that's where
0: you were going because you were like, this place was so clean that I dropped my popcorn and I was like, you're going to pick it up and eat it? But now I get it. It was
1: saying.
0: not that clean. <laughs> I don't think anything is.
1: No, that's the point. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so do you think the three second rule is a lie or the five second rule is a lie?
1: Uh... I don't think it's a lie. I think the five second rule is more a very vague piece of guidance, because if you drop a piece of popcorn in a pile of shit, there's no number applies, right? Like if you're walking around, right? (laughs) if you're walking around and you drop a piece of popcorn in some dog poop, I don't care how many seconds that is. You don't pick it up.
0: But the rule is a rule.
1: That's why it's not a rule. Or that's why it's not a good rule on science okay anyways i'm just gonna move on from this conversation
0: <laughs> we need a fact checker for this podcast uh,
1: apparently um
0: <laughs> the other couple of takeaways yeah. that i had with atmosphere and ambiance last thoughts were music was great at one point the <laughs> yeah, beer tender funny. changed the music because an adele song came on and he was like I'm not feeling this. Is everybody okay with uh, me changing this?
1: And he was 100% right. It just wasn't. I was
0: like, hey, I like Adele. But then he put on some really good classic rock.
1: He put on the Guitar Hero playlist. (laughs) Basically. Yeah. yeah.
0: And it was so much more fitting of the atmosphere there. It was, yeah. It was really loud, which I kind of liked in a bar.
1: I I thought it was very fitting. It it was really
0: great. And immediately when he put on the new playlist, it was even better. And I loved that he did that. And that those are my closing thoughts
1: yeah they also had i thought i I just want to mention as well i thought again when i went originally it was maybe a third the size they bought he told us uh, because i asked him that they bought the um i guess unit or whatever next door knocked down the wall i guess and expanded it so it's like at least twice as big if not three times as big it was it's a much bigger space now and it's cool because i like when it doesn't look like that from the outside i feel Kind of secrety. You kind know? of felt
0: a little speakeasy.
1: Yeah, a little it, speakeasy vibes. I, I'm
0: telling you, it felt... I don't know if transformative is the right word, but it felt like you were going from one environment into this other world. It, yeah. It felt they yeah. had created this escape from reality or something.
1: Yeah, 100%. We're
0: coming on a Wednesday. I had a really long day at work, and I'm walking in on a cold January night, and you feel like you were literally transformed or moved and... Into the the southern bayou.
1: I totally forgot, as you said, that there's snow and ice outside and it's January.
0: We're totally not in the humid. Yeah. It was just such a great. When I, it when was, I was a, there. Yeah. You know, now that I'm talking about it after the fact, I I, I really like it even more than I did sitting there. Yeah, they, back. they had
1: the 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 kind of plants and uh, like swamp ivy and everything just came together so nice. They also, again, as I was saying before, with the space, they had tables that you could sit at, but they also had bar seats along this. Wall, um with a little ledge, so you could put beer, so you could fit a lot more people there. Really, bar games, yeah, there were games, yeah, really, really, cards, yeah, nice usage of the space. I, I thought, Uh, again, we talk about this all the time. Sometimes we go to places and we're kind of just wondering why did they decide this in terms of the layout with the seating and everything. But I, and and it kind of confirms to me that we're onto something when we feel that way because when we see a place where it does make sense, we agree we say oh this they've executed this perfectly or optimally or whatever right
0: yeah absolutely
1: yeah so i mean that's pretty much everything for atmosphere and ambience do you have any other thoughts or are you ready for letter grade for this category i'm
0: ready for a letter grade i i really liked it
1: okay uh what do you think
0: uh i'm between two but looking back and thinking about how much fun i had there and how much i want to go back I'm gonna go with an A minus.
1: Interesting. I was thinking exactly the same thing. Lo and behold, I thought again. I mean, very minor uh, further touches, maybe some paper towels, like we said. Um, But I was so comfortable there. I thought it was it was so unique. Uh, I'm gonna go A minus as well. Good. I'm really glad. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was you know pretty much outstanding. Definitely in the A range. Yeah, Yeah, I I was really happy there.
0: Especially when you read that story. Go read the Po Boy story. It was really cool. So good. All came together.
1: Yeah. Uh, Which leads us to our second grading rubric category, which is, of course, service.
0: Will you start us off here?
1: Sure. So, uh, you know, these categories are so interesting because I do feel as if sometimes it's pretty straightforward. Sometimes I really got to delve further. Honestly, I thought it was a pretty outstanding service experience. Uh, The bartender, beer tender server. He was kind of a, a server of all trades, I felt like. Tim. He was super fantastic, super engaging, um, very friendly, very polite, very knowledgeable. I felt very comfortable asking him all sorts of questions about the place, about the beer, about his suggestions or recommendations. He also knew very well, when to, because we wound up getting a table a little bit away from the bar, when to come over to uh, see if we needed anything brought away or if we wanted any, anything else. And we talk about that all the time. How sometimes servers they again, uh, maybe they're not interested in doing that, or they're busy with other stuff, obviously, or whatever the case might be, right? You just don't get that same level of experience or engagement. But I thought that was so on point at all those levels, so I was really impressed by all of that. Um, But I'm curious what what you think if you agree or disagree.
0: I was really impressed. I was super comfortable talking to him the whole time. He was one of the only employees. working the the crowd serving the beers and serving the food he was efficient he was quick we didn't wait for anything he when we first came in he gave us our options for flights we were able to get try everything and he even gave us a little extra to try at towards the end which i thought was great he knew about the beers he seemed to really like the beers and really gave praise to the brewer and how often they change the taps we had a lot of conversation with him i thought it was a really good service experience
1: yeah i also i i really enjoyed how i so i've had some interesting service experiences lately i was at uh cvs the other day for example and the person who was helping me because i needed a, a passport photo taken was just so i hate to say this but just so such a downer and I understand, like I've worked retail for many years and, and I, I, I get the vibe. It's such a difficult environment these days to work a lot of these jobs in, in service or retail or whatever that I, I sort of I, I look at it even more differently than I did thinking back to my own experiences. And so when you get people who are willing to be engaged and, and who really do enjoy being at a place, it stands out. I, I guess it just stands out to me all the more so. And that was another thing I really appreciated was that even at breweries where the service is sometimes really good, you'll get a, a beer tender who kind of has his regulars at the bar and he kind of will come over and they'll deal with you tertiarily because they want to get back to their friends at the bar, right? And he definitely had, I think, what seemed to me like locals at the bar, but I felt just as sort of valued as a new customer, which is, again, I feel super rare and it was very... Um, I don't know. I just really liked that and appreciated it. I feel as if that's not something that, as, as I was saying, you always get. And I was really happy for that for that reason. I thought that was a, a really fantastic job on his part, too.
0: I couldn't agree more. It was definitely above average service.
1: Mm. Well, well, well. Do you have anything else to say about the service category?
0: I think that's it.
1: Well, I will say as well, I really like the pacing of the food when it came out, the Pacing of, as I said, when he would come and get empty drinks versus provide new ones. So uh, I think I know my service grade. Do you? Me too. All right. Do you want me to go? Yes. Honestly, I don't know if I'm just feeling generous. New year, new me. But I'm going to go A for service. I thought it was outstanding. I thought he not only did everything that I expect a beer tender to do, but he exceeded it. And he was genuinely really happy and willing to do so and he definitely uh, we always say this is a reflection of the establishment and of the management and of the brewers and of everybody else there um and I think it's it's also cool too that we went when it was quiet because that's also really telling we've been to places where whether it's busy or quiet it you can really learn a lot about the culture by how you're treated and especially when it's quiet that's slightly in a different way but i thought it was It's sometimes really interesting to see. I mean, we've been to places where it's quiet, and so they're just behind the counter or whatever on their cell phones. That was not the situation here. So,
0: I'm very sorry. (gasps) Because... Not that I'm going to give a bad grade, but you're probably going to have to add fireworks because I also think it was a grade service.
1: Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say C. Uh, You know, it was fine. Your
0: face. Yes, you do have to add fireworks. I thought this was a grade service.
1: Oh yeah. Why do I have to edit all of this? We need a meeting. All right. Well, you're hearing the fireworks. You're now, getting sure. some bad.
0: You're getting a bad service grade right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, if I put in the fireworks, I better get an A grade service grade. What <laughs> time? Uh, we always put in fireworks when we both give an A grade, which is quite rare.
0: Very rare. Yeah. I don't this is our first A grade in a category this year. I think.
1: Yeah, and probably in in maybe quite some time since maybe yeah. the
0: Southdown episode. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that's that's very yeah probably Southdown. That's true. Last year. What yeah. time are we at? We are at 28 minutes. <laughs> Thank you for the cue. So my my editing goes a little <laughs> smoother. Um, but that leads us to the all-important category of beer. Why don't you get started with that one? I'm very curious what you think about the beer.
0: So I'll start off by saying that I really appreciated and loved that we were able to try everything. Very few places have flights built into their menu where you can try every single beer. And po Boy did. So that right there, already above average for me. When there are flights, when I can try them all. Now, Po' Boy had a very unique menu because you can try pretty much everything. This is the first brewery that we've been to that they even had ciders. Mm. Which some, I guess, would say is not necessarily a beer, but it was the first time that we've been to a brewery that had ciders to offer. They had everything. They had... Not everything, but a lot of
1: stuff. They had, they had a fair, diverse spread. Diverse
0: spread of different yeah. types of beers. By far, the best, I think we all agreed, were the ciders. I yeah. thought the ciders were phenomenal. Um, They weren't super sweet. They were very, very well balanced. My favorite one, which we'll probably talk about, was the apple.
1: Well, you're talking about it now. Yes, so. was w- the
0: apple. What
1: was it an apple pie yes. cider? Yes. Yeah.
0: It was just so well-balanced. The pump uh, Away from the ciders, I really liked the pumpkin. I really liked the Pilsner. I really liked a lot of the beers. The only ones that I did say wow on were the ciders. Mm. There was a mango cider and the apple pie cider that I thought were wow beers. Mm-hmm. So I thought the ciders I would put in the B plus range and the rest of the beers I would put in the B range. Mm. And those are my kind of overall thoughts. But I think you're more of a beer expert than me. So I'm curious what your thoughts were.
1: I like that title, beer expert.
0: You are the beer expert.
1: That's not accurate more well comparatively me. okay
0: yeah comparatively i am that's just a, more fancy, of a that's just a fancy way beer. of saying
1: i've drank more than you <laughs>
0: that's... and for for a little behind the scenes i am attempting a dry january which is very funny considering we do a beer and coffee podcast well that's for business but yeah i did take a sip one sip only so i was kind of doing a version of the one bite pizza reviews that's not
1: what he does though (laughs) he's the whole whole slice but i
0: did one sip review so i did only have one sip of every single beer that they had offered unfortunately we could not try the sours i had one sip of each and the ciders were stand out and i thought the beers were a little bit above average yeah that was range
1: that was kind of interesting they have this weird setup where you can get the sours on friday and saturday nights they they call it sour patch and he said, because I was kind of surprised by that setup. And he said that they make them all in house. None of them are collaborations with other breweries or they don't get kegs from other places. They're all sours that they make. So I was surprised that they only serve them on Fridays and Saturdays. So it seemed like very exclusive, very hype. And uh, that kind of got me. I might have to go back and try them for that reason. Definitely. But yeah, I kind of agree in general with what you say. Um, I thought the beers if I were going to give the beers an overall letter grade, I would probably say B for the beers and I would say A- minus for the ciders. I thought the ciders were outstanding. I thought they were really great. The apple pie cider was a solid A grade cider. The mango the, there was the a mango, mango ci- cider was a solid A grade cider. The other two I was like, yeah, they're they're pretty good. Um and then, again, the, the beers, there were a few standouts to me. I really liked uh, that one IPA. I forget the name off the top of my head because there were a couple. But they were all really balanced. They all had a lot of character. They all had a lot of uh, originality to them. There, was, there wasn't there was as much sort of... A, so it's interesting because there are certain breweries that lean into one style. When we went to Other Half or Tilted Barn, those places are... IPA breweries. They do Indian pale ales. If you go to Hudson Valley uh, Brewing, they do sour beers. This, they sort of had a a lot of different things going on. You could get a Pilsner, you could get an IPA, you could get a stout. Uh, Great Notion, that's another one. Pretty much stouts that that they do. Um, So when a brewery does a bunch of different styles, I kind of like them to do a lot of them. And so that's something that I feel as if I was going to get if I were going to give an A grade, I would need some of these other styles that I really love, like Kolsch's or Hellas beers, um, you know, Hefeweizen's like some of these other ones that you do see at a lot of breweries where they're doing a lot of different types of beers. However, having said that, I was uh, pretty impressed with with a lot of them. So I think I know my beer grade overall. Um, do you have any other thoughts? Though? Yeah,
0: before you share.
1: Oh, no. What is this tone?
0: I, I wasn't going to even bring it up, but I have to. Oh, no. There were two that were really <laughs> rough to drink and are a little bit stuck in my brain. And are you I talking, think it's wait, just wait, my are you, palate. Are you, are you but... talking about the,
1: the, the, <laughs> the Robitussum Sours, as you call them?
0: Yes. Oh, they weren't there,
1: sours. I'm sorry. They were stouts.
0: I think they were stouts. There were two stouts. That I think
1: one was a porter and one was a stout that you didn't like.
0: One of them in my brain tasted just like cough syrup. And I'm just really (laughs) curious if there are people out there that like that flavor. It could just not be my style. But I took a sip and I was felt like I was sick and I was a kid all over again when my parents would make me drink that cough syrup.
1: <laughs> you know that 12% alcohol <laughs> by volume cough syrup.
0: I was like, this is probably better than drinking cough syrup. It so- It'll put me right to sounds sleep. Sounds like a t- television
1: <laughs> ad from the 1950s. 12% robotism. It'll get you knocked out for the night.
0: But <laughs> I just have to say it, but the, the rest I thought were great. Yeah, i'll just not try those two again
1: yeah i feel as if the stout wasn't the strongest suit maybe i kind of really appreciated that the stouts and the porters were trying to do different things like there was an elderberry porter i think there was a blackberry porter again they didn't i i didn't have that wow a-grade reaction to them but I there still... was a
0: cough syrup porter
1: <laughs> jeez but i did appreciate the originality of them um My question is how to balance that with the ciders, because that's obviously not exactly beer. But I really kind of appreciated that there was this alternative. And it wasn't... Sometimes you go to a place and they'll have a cider on tap just as kind of a a consolation in case you're with somebody who's not a beer drinker. So they'll have like a hard seltzer or a cider on on tap. That's not what this was. Like, they really know how to make great ciders, which I thought was really cool. And other breweries do it. I mean, um, the one I mentioned, Cigar City in Tampa that I've been to, they have, they actually have a cider house, I think, but they serve those ciders at their brewery too. So it's not as if it's something entirely outside of the industry out of left field. Um, so I think I know my overall beer grade, which again, it's kind of hard to say, trying to calculate as a overall drink grade really, but I think I know my, my letter grade. What about you?
0: I think I do as well.
1: Okay. You want me to go first? It's up to you. All right. I'm going to go B plus overall. Um, Again, for all the reasons I said, I think you'll pretty much, if you like drinks of the alcoholic variety, you'll find something that you like there, right? Which is really cool. And you'll probably find something that you really like there, which is really cool. And also the fact that they're always rotating things out, as he said, uh, pretty much, I think he mentioned that, right? Every week, there's maybe something that you might like and you come back next week and it's not there because they're rotating something else in, which is actually a good thing at a brewery, I think, that originality and and sort of new vibe. But I think that's a, a solid overall letter grade for me.
0: I agree with your grade, but my gut is going to bring me with a B overall for the beer. I really enjoyed the ciders. I liked the beers. I didn't find a beer that blew me away. I had a couple that I actually you know, really didn't like, like we talked about. But overall, if I went back, I would 100% drink the Pilsner, 100% drink the ciders, would really actually want to try the sour beers because I think they would be really good. And I could see myself going up to the B plus if I have some of those sours and really like them.
1: Yeah, again, I think that's why the atmosphere and ambiance and service are also so high in terms of the grading. A a lot of there's a lot of minor elements that overlap here. And the fact that like you can go back and have a much different experience, I think, speaks to that, too. Again, it's really cool to think, I mean, from my perspective, even, I would say the the beer or drink experience is a B-plus baseline for me, which is a fantastic grade for that reason, right? Because we might go back, my point being, we might go back next week, and they have some other beers available, and all of a sudden, we're like, oh, my God, this is A-grade, a A-range or something right. like that, right? Yeah. That's so, why I feel
0: about that beer. Yeah. And I have in my mind from the a grades really the A-level beer of something like Hudson Valley or other half like mm. we talked about. Yeah. And that fresh, crisp coldness mm. that I have in my brain. And I feel that po' boy could get there but was not quite there. The cider was. That one cider was, but not all the beers like I experienced at Hudson Valley.
1: Well, that might be, um, as we were saying earlier, from the perspective of that they are doing different types of beers and they're continually changing them, too. So uh, that, that's kind of exciting to me, though, in a way, as well as we were just saying how I it, it, it's definitely a draw because I kind of want to go back now In a couple of weeks and see oh is there something different i'll probably go online and check their top list and just see Ooh, what do they got going on this season or this week
0: yeah and like we always say in my mind b is a fantastic grade c is average b is highly above average and i'm would highly recommend trying out a lot of the beers here
1: yeah i mean i would even the ones i really liked uh we always talk about that too how some places they're more like takeout vibes. There are cans of some of the beer I would get just to have around. You have company over. You have a party, whatever.
0: That's a great point because the atmosphere here is better than some of the places where I would say the beer is the highest level yeah, thing. Right. But yeah. I would much rather hang out here at Po' Boy
1: says, than says a, a lot, lot of other places. Says a lot. Right? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, which leads us to food.
0: Our last category.
1: You want to get going?
0: Sure. All
1: right. What food was very interesting. Yeah.
0: I suspect that there... Is not a full kitchen, because I suspect you're correct. Because there are options that are like appetizers. So we ordered pretty much everything. We had a flight of beer and a flight of food, which I am now we
1: did have a flight making
0: of an official yeah. thing. We got a flight of food. We tried everything. We tried a pretzel, their regular pretzel, and a
1: it was a Cajun, Cajun spice pretzel spice where they basically pretzel. put a little kind of hot spice on it.
0: We tried a small pizza. We tried chips and salsa. And we tried popcorn.
1: And I think those were the only four things on the menu. You could get a bunch of different types of pizza, pepperoni, meat lovers, veggie, but it was those kind of four versions or four categories.
0: And I think everything was made either in like a toaster oven or a microwave Yeah. or, you know, the popcorn was actually bagged popcorn from the grocery store. Mm -hmm. So... With all of that being said, the fact that there's not a kitchen, I don't think that they're trying to have this crazy chef food experience. I think they're going for the bar food experience. It's a little interesting because I would have liked a little more of leaning into the theme Mm. with the food. Yeah, where you're this Louisiana bayou po' boy theme, but your food is American bar appetizers
1: so what stands out to me is very interesting is i agree with all of that with the caveat that i feel as if in some ways if this makes sense and i mean this in a very positive way that this was kind of best case trash food if that makes sense yes because you know me i i mean i don't eat microwave popcorn but it was perfect for the vibe Uh, it was a really good palate cleanser between tasting beers just kind of very it wasn't super buttery popcorn it was almost suspiciously specifically chosen kind of plain salty popcorn which i actually like much more than that kind of movie theater buttery nonsense and that would have been a disaster i feel like trying to drink beer with that so i feel like they nailed that in terms of trash microwave popcorn it was it was ideal same thing with the pretzel i mean Remember when we were in Seattle over the summer and we went to that dive bar and they had on the menu Bavarian pretzel and the Bavarian pretzel came out and it was... Hagging. So, So if you ever ordered a fancy pretzel at a place, sometimes they come on those hooks. It's like a hangman hook, right? It's a long silver hook and it's a big pretzel the size of your head or bigger sometimes. But this dive bar in... uh, Seattle. It was just a super pretzel, a microwave super pretzel hanging on this giant it hook. It looked so
0: sad. It looked so sad. And we it just, was basically hangman. It was we a, just, like we, a dead pretzel. We just laughed.
1: We we lost it. It was the it was so ridiculous. I was
0: like, how does this waiter bring this over to us? <laughs> or how, how do they put not on, be embarrassed? How do they
1: put on the menu Bavarian pretzel? Put it on
0: a plate. And it's
1: clearly one of those frozen super pretzels from the grocery store, right? And it,
0: it was probably like stale.
1: <laughs> the oh, it wasn't good. We got. It wasn't even you didn't it, you didn't eat it i but didn't I, even
0: eat it <laughs> i did it was it was definitely stale i did eat the pretzel today <laughs> well
1: so my point was my point was this actually tasted toasted not microwaved because it was crispy yeah it was good it was actually it was a best case again a best case super pretzel it wasn't overly salted it wasn't under salted i love how he just kind of slapped down the mustard thing on the table uh, he asked if we wanted mustard or cheese. It
0: wasn't in a container or anything. They gave us the mustard yeah, from was, the store.
1: Again, yeah. best case trash food, I really thought. <laughs> Even the chips and salsa, it was... Fine. Pa- it was kind of fine. It was grocery store salsa, maybe. The chips were, were great, though. They were salty. Again, a good palate cleanser. I thought, overall, that that all worked really well.
0: I, I agree. I agree. I just... It was it was fine. I, I I do think it was fine. I think it was bar food when i it it was fine.
1: <laughs> see, I disagree. I don't think it was just fine. I think it's so easy if you're going to serve a super pretzel to give me a trash soup soggy super pretzel from the microwave,
0: and I mean, maybe you don't necessarily want that Louisiana Southern barbecue type cooking food when you're having heavy beers. Maybe yeah, this is true. a better scenario but i guess the food was my least favorite part of the experience.
1: Yeah, i think comparatively it was probably my least favorite part, but i still uh, again i can't get over this fact that it was kind of it stood out to me still because I
0: enjoyed the pizza. It
1: it, it was it was good fine is my point. Yeah. It it was sort of a, an above average fine. Okay. Is how i would put it. Um again, i don't think you can put it in the category of some other places we've been to with A-grade food, like a Pecanic Brewing, or if we go back to our last road trip, Whistlepunk, those types of places, Hudson Valley with their pizza, obviously. But um, I think I know my overall food grade. I do too. Do you want to go?
0: Sure. Okay. C minus. What? I thought everything was slightly... What? C is average. Yeah. I thought this was the tiniest bit below average. Okay.
1: So let me ask you if this makes sense to you. If everything I said about the food was not with that extra sort of um, layer of effort, how the pretzel was actually toasted, it was just a microwave pretzel. The popcorn wasn't plain; it was over, over buttery. The chips and salsa—I mean, that was that was whatever. The pizza was a little bit more average. Like to me, that would be C. That would so be regular bar gr- brewery food.
0: If I'm grading it on the scale of bar. Food, bar appetizer food. Well, it's not bar
1: food, it's brewery food. But
0: I felt like it was bar food.
1: Okay, interesting. So if
0: I were grading it on a scale of A to F, considering all other bar foods that we've ever had, I'd probably give it a B. But if I'm grading it on food in general that I've had at breweries, some of the best food I've had has been at breweries. Yeah. If I'm grading it from A to F, considering the food scale altogether, I'm giving it a C minus. If I'm grading it with bar food and like what I have in front of me, like against any other place that would offer the same things, I'll give it a B. But I'm going to go with the overall food and give it a C minus.
1: I'm going to go C plus. Okay.
0: Because we're not that different. (laughs) No.
1: I I just feel as if... Yeah,
0: I I understand.
1: I, I just feel as if everything that you're saying to me sounds like C. It sounds like satisfactory. Again, if they had... You know, just popcorn or something, I would say, okay, that's like a D. It's still food, it doesn't fail. I can still eat and drink. Like, i
0: left a little hungry even though i was full oh we ordered burgers
1: you, we have burgers waiting yeah. so that's that's a good point i should have said c yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> do you know you just
1: you- reminded me of the burgers <laughs> waiting for us in the other room
0: when you eat a lot of food but you have all these calories in you but you're not really satisfied okay. and you're still hungry fair enough c, c-, c <laughs> minus c averages out to c
1: i'm willing to accept that now. okay
0: good touche <laughs>
1: okay Um, (laughs) i should
0: have just said we have burgers waiting
1: (laughs) that's all you should have said so
0: with those burgers in mind let's get to our final overall scores.
1: yeah read the the tally what's our final um that's not gonna sound good on on record that's why i did it okay fair enough
0: okay so for atmosphere and ambiance, joe and i both gave an a minus for service we both gave an a fireworks for beer joe gave a b plus i gave a b For food, Joe gave a C plus. I gave a C minus. Hmm. We got the ABC here. A, B, C. Hmm.
1: Interesting. Hmm.
0: (laughs) I know my grade. I'm between two.
1: I'm between two as well.
0: (sighs) Are you between the same two as me?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. For those of you joining us for the first time, we may or may not have developed telepathy at this point in the podcast because I know exactly... Actually, I don't I think I know I had to think about it more as you were saying it. And I think you're between two different ones final grades than I am.
0: Could I give a funny final grade?
1: I don't know what that means. I'm gonna but
0: break the grading system. Never mind.
1: What what does that mean?
0: So I'm gonna just explain a little bit while you're thinking. Oh god. The grade I'm that I'm very I, nervous now. The grade that I want to give is a B plus minus. <laughs> I'm in between a B and a B plus. So I've never felt more strongly for that in between. It's in between a B and a B plus.
1: Jeez Louise. B
0: plus minus. But because I gave the service an A and the atmosphere and ambiance an A minus, I know which one I'm gonna pick.
1: Uh yeah, okay. I'm gonna pick a spike grade now.
0: All right, you ready? (laughs) (laughs) B plus minus. (laughs)
1: you ready yeah three Three, two one one, b plus okay that's what i thought you were gonna do
0: oh that's why i
1: went with the a minus okay i don't know if that's why i went with the a minus
0: you went with an a minus i I, I went with a b plus here's the reason
1: here's the reason why let's hear it here's the reason why what did we give uber geek as a final letter grade a minus what did you grade their food
0: Radiant Do you hear the silence. crickets? Do you
1: hear the crickets? <laughs> I don't remember. There was no food. There was no food. Well, there was a pretzel, but I don't think we graded or you gave it like a C or C minus as well. Yeah, that's true. So that's sort of my point is that I think if you line the grades up ah. I think your grades are pretty much the same as what you gave Uber geek and you gave them an A minus overall. Now granted we loved Uber geek uh, because we got to meet the owner and we had a great time there. But I feel I felt similarly comfortable as I did at Uber Geek for those reasons. I felt very welcome again. To me, the service really stood out. The atmosphere and ambiance really stood out. I, as we say, I rather go to a place that has good vibes and not a plus beer in all all capacities of different types of beers you can have, than go to a place that has a plus beer, but. You, you feel like you got to get the heck out of there. You you don't feel welcome. You don't feel comfortable. You don't feel like hanging out. You don't feel like returning with friends, that sort of thing. Um, and and maybe part of that too is, is as I said at the very beginning, uh, when I previously went there many years ago, I wouldn't have said that it was really even in that that league. And I'm very impressed by all of that for that reason. But they seem to have so much cool stuff going on there. Um, but I, I think that's kind of... Um, what makes sense to me for those reasons?
0: Normally, I would argue. I always tend to argue over the final You can argue with me. Oh, because we
1: have to decide if we have a tiebreaker. Yeah.
0: I agree with you. I think you're right when you put it in comparison with other places. I think we'll 100% be back. We gave the service an A. Atmosphere and ambiance, A-. The food was fine. The beer was good. I I feel really comfortable with an A-. I think this is an Awesome place. And I yeah. can't wait to go back.
1: Yeah. And we always say this too, or maybe we've been saying it more and more, how like an A isn't doesn't mean that you do everything perfect or the absolute best, right? It's not as if you <laughs> like the one place that does the best job it gets the only A, right? It's not a curved scale like that, right? We we sort of base it upon our overall impressions and our overall feeling. And I think that's what's most important and sort of what it comes down to here. And I think, again, it sort of feels almost disingenuous to me for a podcast as an overall grade to say, oh, it's a a B or something, because we're looking at what we would want more of as opposed to looking at what we really did actually like, right? So it's funny, too, how a lot of episodes when we're between two final letter grades for the podcast we argue very strongly one way or the other. Sometimes you'll say, well, I think we should round down or I I say we should round down or round up for reasons that are quite legitimate because those elements that we want more of do stand out to us more than what we did like. But I feel here, and, and I'm wondering if you agree, what I did like outweighed that. I mean, Look no further than the bathroom example, right? There were things that we might have wanted more in the bathroom, but I still thought, I said, this is in the running for best bathroom of the year award already, right? So to me, that's impressive in a, itself. So I, I would want to round up to A- for those reasons.
0: And I think the reason I went with the B-plus over the A-minus was the food.
1: Yeah, and I don't and, think that's wrong. Yeah, I think that, I'm glad that you gave that. And I definitely
0: that think that's something to consider yeah. when you when you go there. And I think everybody should go there. And But overall, I agree with rounding up for our final grade because I think back to the story on the bathroom wall. And I think that there's probably a lot of love in this brewery. And I would love to talk more to the owner about the story. And I think the employees that work there really love the place. It's a really comfortable vibe. You could stay there for a while. I can't wait to go back.
1: Yeah, little touches count. They make a big difference. And that's why I really love the podcast and pointing them out because they sometimes go unnoticed or overlooked. But if you, if like us, you know to look for them, I think you want to highlight them, right?
0: Yeah, find that story. Find that connection, that human connection behind the business. We're not and
1: we're not telling you why it's called Poe Boy. You got to go and find out. Go
0: find out <laughs> or become a Patreon because I will post a picture of it.
1: So patreon.com slash a grade podcast yes. to find out more. <laughs> uh yeah, you can check us out there. Uh again, uh a- then we won't be po boys. That's that's kind of a spoiler <laughs> of the story. Um a minus overall from a grade podcast, really awesome place. Uh I'm so glad it's in our neighborhood, right? I mean that's very kind of a relief. <laughs> yeah. Because if we had gone there and it's and this happens sometimes, we go to a place and We're trying to justify, ooh, how do we give it a a D grade, right, as opposed to lower? Um, And this was not the case. So very happy for that. Uh, And that we can actually share this with them probably pretty comfortably. Yes, Um, we
0: cannot wait. I can't wait to hear from the owners of this business or Tim, the beer tender who helped us out.
1: Yeah, really awesome stuff. Thank you, everybody at Boy, for an awesome experience. And thank you all for listening. Right?
0: Yeah. Let us know if you have any suggestions of places that we should review over the next couple of months, the winter season. We have some really fun trips planned, hopefully, in the future. Some local trips to Boston, Philly. So, if you have any recommendations for those cities, let us know. And we have some really fun summer travels that we are starting to plan that we probably should not even spoil just yet. No,
1: no spoilers yet. Let's
0: save that for a little while. But we have some really fun things planned and we can't wait to keep giving you guys some content
1: yep subscribe follow all that jazz wherever you listen to us and thank you for listening like we said once more patreon.com slash a grade podcast for bonus content and i guess uh we'll see you hopefully next week right? yeah so until next time thanks again stay safe out there drink well be well and hope to see you then bye bye bye